Welcome to twoquestions.tv. My guest today is Marion McGovern, and we're talking about the gig economy. Twoquestions.tv, brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Marion McGovern, the founder of M Squared Consulting, a gig economy firm she sold to an international conglomerate in 2005. She's the author of this book, Thriving in the Gig Economy. She's a gig person herself and as a corporate director and consultant. Hi, Marion. Welcome to the show. It is my pleasure, Susan. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I enjoyed your book. And in the book, I, and, and this was a little bit of a sh mindset shift for me, you talk about how the gig economy isn't actually a new thing. And we're really talking about 29% of the US workforce. And there are so many different ways people can work econ independently. And, and it's more than I really ever thought about. So. I feel like your book offers a broader definition of what independent work and this gig concept really is. Could you explain it for the listeners and viewers who are perhaps waiting for their copy of the book to arrive? Surely. Um, you know, gigs have been around for a long time. In fact, the word first started being used in the 1920s with jazz musicians. Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, a club date for two days on one side of town and a club date for a week somewhere else. And, and that was a gig. And I mentioned that story to someone and I haven't been able to verify that, but they said it stood for God is good because is they got true. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But anyway, gigs have been around for a long time. And, um, you know, my expertise was really in the professional space. So people who were doing this as a career, as independent business consultants. And I think that really got accelerated in the eighties. Yeah. In the eighties when, uh, companies, you know, had, made all these acquisitions and then they were bloated and they started changing their organizations and shutting down operations and all these people were getting, you know, laid off and yeah. rift and they decided, gee, I don't know if I want to go through this again. Um, and it was around, it was 1988 when I started my company sort of seeing this fact that there were all these people yeah. who were out there and, um, they wanted to offer their services, but there wasn't really anyone making a market. Yeah. So I think what has happened, which is why people think it's new, is now there is such sophisticated technology being brought to bear to create those markets of all different types of talent, whether it's the um, folks like Catalan and Upwork and Business Talent Group working with those senior consultants that um, that I worked with in the past, or it's folks like Fiverr dealing with tech guys all around yeah. the world, or Uber drivers and Lyft guys. I mean, now there is technology which can help create those markets to make it easier for both the buyers and sellers. Yeah. Well, I really liked in the, that the book covered some strategies for people who really want to be independent and who, you know, don't want to work for a company and some ways that they can be successful. You also talk about some potential future implications for independent workers. And I have, I have worried somewhat that we're heading down a road where businesses will take advantage of independent workers and there won't be options for benefits and health insurance. And, and I just can't tell you how many business owners I've talked to have said, I had to close my business. I closed my, my consultancy. I just couldn't afford 
to stay in business with health insurance being what it really was. And they ended up having to go back and get a traditional job to handle those things. What do you think is in the future now for independent workers, especially since you wrote the book? <laughs> I have to say I am an optimist in part because, you know, this has been a problem plaguing America for decades. Um, yeah. And the good news is that there are actually smart people working on it now Yay. and working on it at different <laughs> levels of, of government. So clearly we need, we need some, some policy changes and, and the ability to address some of the social safety net issues where right. people are kind of falling through. But, um, you know, right now you have folks like the, uh, the Aspen Institute with the, its future of work initiative where they are actually yeah getting great traction on Capitol Hill and getting people like Mark Warner um, to agree to sponsor a bill to try out portable benefits, where the idea of portable benefits are that it would travel with the worker yeah. and not emanate from the uh, employer or in the case of independent workers in, from the client. Mm -hmm. So um, he sponsored this legislation, the idea being let's try, let's pilot it for a year and then use the uh, learnings from that to inform a policy decision. There are other uh, folks, my actual personal favorite is the idea of having a uh, certified self-employed designation. The idea that, because, you know, partly there's also the, the fact that people don't get benefits, but there's also the fact that independent workers who want to be independent, who want to just be able to, you know, provide their services to different companies, yeah. get stymied because the companies say, oh, I'm worried you might look like my employee. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And so they can lose business that way. Sure. So um, this idea of being certified self-employed uh, the suggestions made that like, let somebody like the Small Business Administration monitor it and and you provide some documentation that you actually do have multiple clients and you're right. offering services to the business at large and and you would have a three year certificate that that's the uh, the notion at this point, but the yeah. idea that that you then wouldn't have to worry about that issue. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm optimistic because there are people like that and they're also interesting entrepreneurs trying mm -hmm. to solve some of the, the problems for folks. Um, you know, you have companies that are looking at developing health insurance products for uh, independent workers like Stride Health, uh, which is in my backyard here in San Francisco. Um, you have interesting in the just last two months, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two biggest mortgage uh, uh, issuers in America, have made, um, noises about looking at products for self-employed individuals. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how I used to just shake my head when um, at my firm, M Squared, we would get these requests for income verification and we could yeah. verify that, yes, this person had this 1099 income year over year over year. So what's the magic of a W-2? I mean, yeah. you could be terminated any time. And quite yeah. frankly, the idea that you generated so much 1099 income year over year may be a better demonstration of your ability to continue servicing that uh, that mortgage obligation. Exactly. So, so it's, it's, you know, people are starting to recognize that this is a, 
a growing cohort of folks that need financial products, insurance products. Um, and my third thing that I think the whole group needs is respect because i think there's yes <laughs> there's still there's still a, a portion of the population that's out there saying oh well these are just people who couldn't find a real job <laughs> no they're not they have a real job and they're developing yes. that and it's entrepreneurial and we should honor that and respect it yeah. and celebrate it yeah yeah well and i think that sometimes those those people begin as as independent workers and can grow into business owners and job creators. And so to not give them that respect or to hinder them with, I don't know, some of my smaller clients might say self-employment tax might, you know, might be a detriment. Maybe there's some things we can do to help them out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I also think there, there, you know, people will have portfolio careers. They'll, yeah. they'll work for somebody for a while. They'll go out and consult and maybe they'll get attracted back somewhere and they'll work there right. and get some new skills and then they'll consult. So, you know, so there is that, you know, never burn any bridges, right? Because yeah. people will be, will be coming, you know, back and forth from your organization. So you as the as the client may end up being an employer. So you yeah. need to, it's all about the talent now. So you need to be sure the talent wants to come back to you. Yeah. So interesting. Marion, where can folks find you? They can find me at MarianMcGovern.com, at uh, LinkedIn, Marion McGovern. And I tweet at uh, Marion McGovern. I'm, pr I'm pretty consistent on the Marion. Yeah. McGovern. Easy to find you then. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you for joining me on the show today. Would you like to join me on the after show? Absolutely. Yay. Okay. Viewers, if you'd like to join us for the after show, Marion and I are going over to twoquestions.tv. It's the only place you can find the after show. So if you want to see it, come with us over there. In the meantime, here's the book. Make sure you get your copy, especially if you're an independent worker. We're going to have links down below to Amazon so that you can get your copy and you can find Marianne. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.